Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. Good evening, I am Miles P. McLaughlin. And we are with us tonight, a returning guest, someone that was on, oh, we, how long ago? About a year ago? About a, a year ago. Yeah, we were doing the Serenity Review. Uh, so Chrissy Raffensperger is with us again, so welcome back. Thank you. So it's good to have you back. And, um, and we're talking more Star Wars. <laughs> so it seems like we've been on the Star Wars kick, Miles. Like we did three movies and we did The Force Awakens. Now we're doing The Force Awakens again. But this time it's all about theories. And, and what is great is that this movie has just inspired all these all this conversation going on on the interwebs. It's, just, it's, it's not like it's people watch the movie, oh, that's nice. No, people are still talking about it and they're wondering what's going on. So... Well, now, see, this is what amazes me about The Force Awakens. Like, I I remember watching the prequels, and then, but I didn't hear tons of theories. And maybe there were, when, the, like, A New Hope came out or The Empire, there were theories about what would happen in the next movie. Um, but this movie seems to have just taken a hold of the collective community and and everyone has all these theories about who this character is, who their father, where are they coming from? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the mythos has kind of developed to such a place that we can do that. Well, actually, um, there's a really amazing TED Talk given by the director, J.J. Abrams, which talks about this concept of a mystery box. Right. And he actually has a mystery box in his office that he bought when he was much younger. It was supposed to be like $15 for $50 worth of magic. He has never opened that box. Yeah. I really encourage anyone who hasn't seen the TED Talk. It's a great TED Talk. It yeah. is. So yeah, I yeah. think that's why there is so much speculation is because J.J. Abrams have given us this great gift of the mystery. I guess if you think of TV shows like Fringe and then Lost, I mean, these were shows that in essence had a huge mystery around them and did evoke these kind of theories. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't see this as much in Trek, in his versions of Trek, in my opinion. No, but, no there wasn't. But you do see the same sort of thing coming out in Star Wars again. Now there's a sense of mystery in it. Who are these people? Where are they coming from? And we get glimpses uh, enough to get us, get our minds churning. And, you know, this is one of the great things about this movie is that we can sit down, you know, and for hours on end kind of debate, discuss, and and hear what Pete and read what other people are saying about these characters. Well, we have social media now, which we didn't um, years and years ago. I mean, when these movies were out. That's true. I mean, social media has given a platform for us to rattle off our theories or. Discuss. I posted on my Zanga site that we could. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's a name I, uh, I have not had a Zanga site ever. MySpace, I may have created one but never used. So, mm-hmm. but and, anyway, so tonight, so the, I posed this question on Facebook, and this is kind of the question that kind of is launching us here. Uh, so the Force Awakens has brought about what seems to be like a gazillion theories about Ray, Ren, and maybe more, and we'll talk about them tonight. Uh, what are some of our, your favorites? Which ones are you buying into? Which ones do you think are bunk? Um, and if anyone had linked to theories, I had invited them. And we didn't get a lot, but I did put some links in our show notes, and we'll just uh, um, go from there. Is there any particular theory that you wanted to kind of chat about to kind of start us off? Miles, let's start with you. I, I think the, a lot of people's questions are, who is Ray? I mean, we see this desert scavenger and we just see her, you know, her journey in the movie. I mean, she starts out um, just trying to survive in this desert. And then with what happens with, 
you know, Poe Dameron coming to the planet with um, uh, Finn's, um, his, his journey also, them two intersecting, she finds out she, there's more to herself than um, what she thought. As uh, And when she meets up with uh, Han and Chewbacca and the Resistance, uh, she finds out more. So any, partic- any particular theory about Rey that you have or that you kind of uh, heard that you kind of are into? I think there she she could be related somehow to the Skywalkers or re- related to uh, let's Kenobi. Um, uh, let's pick Skywalker. You mentioned Skywalker here. So what is the what sort of evidence do we have, guys? Gal, uh, that we haven't got to throw that in there. Uh, that 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 she is a Skywalker. Well, what 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 have people thinking that is because of her interaction with Luke's old lightsaber. Uh, when she touches it, she gets a flashback of not only her past, but what happened to the new Jedi Academy, um, and and then her resurgence or not resurgence, her emergence uh, of being ha- having Force abilities, not just with the lightsaber, but also co- you know convincing and compelling a stormtrooper to you know release her and Daniel Craig. and yes, it was Daniel Craig and <laughs> and her. And her interaction with Kylo Ren when he's trying to interrogate her, she she gets into his head a little bit too. So, um, and when somebody posts a, a picture on Facebook, this is going to um, make M unhappy because we're, we're referencing, as she lovingly calls them, the fan films. But in the prequels, uh, Shmi Skywalker, I post a picture of her and post a picture of Rey. And maybe it's just coincidental, but there's... There's a little bit of resemblance there. Could could she be descended from Shmi Skywalker in some way? I mean, Shmi Skywalker was an interesting character in herself. We didn't get to know her that well. Um, you know, when we're asked who the father of Anakin is, she said there is no father. So, so that that's a theory. That's a theory I think is is plausible. There's 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 a relation or connection to the Skywalkers somehow. Thoughts on this theory? Um, well, I think there's more, like, meta thoughts on it, is that this has always been a series about the Skywalkers, to begin with. True. Um, and also, if you buy into, there's a really long post on this, I'm not going to go into too much, ring theory about Star Wars. I saw Wars. you post it. Tell us a little bit about this idea of ring theory. Well, it actually... Without getting, like, we're going to have a whole podcast. To, to, <laughs> yeah, you could have a whole podcast just on ring theory. Um, basically what it is, is it, set, is it sets forth this idea that... Lucas actually did something unprecedented in in the film industry of using a literary device in which the first episode and the episode one and episode six mirror each other, episode two and episode five mirror each other, and episode three and episode four mirror each other in an ABC-CBA pattern. So the question would be, is they're going to restart the A pattern which would be, if you look at, you know, Anakin, you find him as a slave on Tatooine. Um, So, and you find Rey in a very similar social position where she is working and what she gets in exchange for working is not money, but food, which kind of has not exactly a slave connotation, but very similar socially that she's in a very vulnerable position where she is trapped, where she has to work for the guy, Uncle Platt or Uncle Platt or whatever right. his name was. Um, 
So like already you see these mirroring of the A story sign um, line, and Lucas itself, himself came out and said that it's supposed to be seen. The movies are more like a musical stanza or a rhyming stanza than actually just stories. So if you look at that, and so in a way, in New Hope would also kind of mirror this idea because you have him on a desert planet. And he wants to get off. He's trapped by his, his his uncle, who says you can't go anywhere. No, you can't go to Tashi Station. Stay here and work at the farm. You know. Yeah. So is that, but it's that sort of uh, idea still behind it. Yeah. So you see these mirroring of the same sort of story, and you see the mirroring of it being, you know, the father, the son, and the perhaps the daughter. Right. Right. Interesting, interesting. Um, you know, I think there's definitely some evidence that uh, that you could argue that she is certainly a Skywalker. Even the the exchange at the very end between Luke and her, even though it's only a look, it there seems to be an understanding. Hmm. Um, and you know, did and there's a lot of questions like. Did, did did Luke, if, if Luke, if she was, okay, here's another theory, but it plays into the Skywalker theory. There's a theory that she was actually a part of the original training school. Mm-hmm. And so, and he, she was brought to, was it Jakku? Is that, oh, what, yeah, Jakku. Is, yeah, she, she was brought to Jakku and left there and mind wiped so that she couldn't remember it. And therefore she has no past in a sense. And then when she touches Luke's lightsaber, it brings back all these force visions or all these forced memories that have been kind of suppressed and so all those voices you hear are voices coming out of the fact that she was training and voices of her being left now there are some things that don't work with that because you hear Anakin's voice and you hear uh, Obi-Wan's voice which well, maybe is she's hanging out with the ghost at the school you know you just <laughs> never know you know the force you know well what else are they gonna do yeah, just commune, with, commune with the force right yeah hang uh, out with Yoda next too yeah, you know <laughs> You're hanging out with Yoda right now. We have a little Yoda doll right sitting next to Chrissy. But anyway, um, so this this idea of that connection um, and being a part of that school and why Luke left her there except for her protection, which would be similar to what happened to Luke. Although worst guardian ever. <laughs> Well, the Guardian was killed there, if you want to argue. If there's like, so that old guy that we see killed by Kylo Ren at the beginning, you could argue was a Guardian. Again, worst art Guardian ever. I know. Seriously, like child abuse. But there is, there, there, there is BB-8. I mean, come on. He's off with Poe until that point. <laughs> Anyways. So Skywalkers, I don't know. Is, so is, uh, is, is Rey uh, Luke's daughter plausible? Is she a Skywalker, a Skywalker of, a, yeah. of some relation? Some, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's very plausible. Yeah. Um, who else have they said Ray is? Kenobi's, but I just don't buy it. You don't buy Kenobi. You don't buy. It. So, so the theory is, and um, I actually I think have part of this article up that the. Um, let's see if I can find it real quick. Oh, that's not it. Went down too far. The idea that she is Kenobi's daughter. Let me see if I... The Kenobi's daughter theory is based on her accent. And that she has an accent similar to Kenobi's. Because accents are totally hereditary. I know. I know. <laughs> um, um, 
but when, it, when we are, there are some problems with this theory. I don't know if it'd be Kenobi's daughter as much as granddaughter. You would have to argue. Yeah, definitely would have to be granddaughter. Okay, so they argue this, and I think one of it has been the accent. Uh, but what uh, the other is. I don't know. It's kind of loose. Why are they saying she could be Kenobi's daughter? Well, that, and I think that you hear Kenobi's voice in in the in um the flashback scene. Just for me personally, it just seems to be very out of character for Kenobi to do that. Well, you know, Kenobi hanging out in Tatooine for eighteen years, watching Luke grow up and play around at Tashi Station. You know, he 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 gets bored. He he got lonely. He he got lonely. You know. Sand people and Jawas running around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, you just don't know. I mean, a lonely old man. Well, there's there's two times in his life where he really could have done that. One is if you watch the cartoon, which my brother convinced me to do, it's it's okay. It's not like the best thing. It is better she than the She means Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. You do find out that he was in love with someone named Satine. So it's possible that prior to episode one, he and Satine had one passionate night, and then he went back to the Jedi Order and was like, peace out, girl. Right, there's and, a, there's, and there's Lil Kenobi running around somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> which the problem I have with that is she would have been in the inner rim, in the inner rim of the galaxy, so she would have been picked up as Force-sensitive, gone to the Academy, and we all know what happened there when Anakin went all crazy. So I, I just don't see her surviving the Jedi purges unless she got really hidden well. So it's kind of shaky for her to even survive. And I really just don't see him post Darth Vader going the same route as his student. Hang on, I just lost your voice. Speak again. Um. Just. Hello. There you go. Um. As I was saying, I don't see him going the same path as his student because he would have already seen the end result of disobeying the Jedi Council, starting a relationship, having kids. I just don't see him doing that. Plus, he would have he sat on the council, so he really bought into their beliefs that you shouldn't do that. Any thoughts, Miles? I'm leaning more. She Ray's probably related to Skywalker than she is Kenobi. That okay, seems so more. So it seems a little bit more uh, far fetched for you. That, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a little. So Ben is not. Uh, Ray is not Kenobi's daughter or granddaughter. I guess we should say. So we're gonna axe that out. So Luke's daughter. Great. How about the theory that uh, Ray is Han and Leia's daughter? That's less plausible. I mean. I mean, after all, if we count, if we count the, um, it's another legends. Well, yeah. If we if we count the expanded universe, which of course Disney said we aren't doing that, right? Um, there is a Ben Kenobi, but there's also a Jason and Jaina, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Solo. So could this be, if we say Ray is actually a Solo? Just like Kylo is, is this going to be a brother-sister dueling and fighting? And how plausible would that be in a in a Lucas-inspired universe? Because this is this is these sort of family dynamics are things that Lucas certainly loved to play with. And who's to say this wouldn't play make a really good story down the line? Kylo, I th- if 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 she was Han and Leia's offspring, then to me it would be logical that. Kyla would recognize that's his sister. 
Well, unless she was taken at birth. Because remember, they, twins run in the family, right? Genetically, and Leia's a twin. So maybe. this is quite possible that maybe Ray and uh, Ren are actually twins. You mean maybe Luke had like a force vision and then decided, hey, Leia, I think that your son might go crazy, so let's go hide your daughter somewhere, right. just in case. Right, right. And Leia's okay with that. Because she's like, yeah, sure, Luke, whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean Jabba the Hutt thing worked out perfectly fine. No worries. <laughs> right, right, right. Right, right. Uh, that, yeah, again, that that's why I would think that's less plausible that she's... But uh, possible, right? It's possible. And part of me really, really wants that because I grew up with Jana and Jason. Like, uh-huh. And that was something that really disappointed my siblings and I. Like, They came out and they're like, no, just absolutely not. They were livid about that right right yeah so possibly uh Hanalea's daughter but you don't put much weight in them i do not no do not. And, uh, where are you at with that in my ranking system i would say luke's daughter than han and leia's and if she's not a skywalker i have a completely different theory on that okay. <laughs> here's why i also don't believe it i mean because han and leia were still trying to rescue kylo or ben solo I mean, if they had another child, it would have seemed they would have been, you know, protective of of, of Ray in in a parental sense, and I just did not get that. Well, that's true. I mean, Han doesn't recognize her, but again, if she was taken as a kid and then hidden from, which could explain his looks to her on the Millennial Falcon when she's like, you know, saying stuff and fixing it so instinctively. However. That might have been more of, you know, she's Anakin's granddaughter and she just has a natural thing for mechanics. Or, or, and this is another theory, she is Anakin reincarnated. I did see that theory, which part of me is like, yes, and part of me is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you're basing it on the Anakin of the prequels, but, but I mean, the yeah, Lord, but, hope not. I know. Well, you know. Um, so the female in- incarnation of Anakin. Yeah. So one of the things that makes this theory plausible is exactly what you said. She has this intuitive ability to not only pick out, you know, valuable parts on down star destroyers and stuff, and then you know turn them back into money for food, but she's she has the ability to kind of figure out the Falcon. Well, and yeah. we know that, and she the, flies it. And we know that the the Falcon was the biggest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Always was, and the only person that really could fly the thing was Han, right? Until Ray came along. And so she has this intuitive thing with it. And she has this connection with droids, which Annie can always have. Yeah, because she doesn't sell BB-8. No, no, absolutely not. I don't know. I think there's some merit to it. There seems to be some merit. That and her connection to the lightsaber is so strong. I mean, Kenobi handed Luke the lightsaber. He's like, point out face. I know. You know. <laughs> did, you see the, did you see the meme flying? There's a, there's a meme with like, yeah. Hey, well, that, is, yeah, that worked you know. out well. Okay, well, okay. Well, there is another. <laughs> no, right, right. Like, let me have a backup plan. Well, that's 20 years of my life down the drain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sorry, well, mm-hmm. new hope never happened. Yep. <laughs> in, the alternate, in the alternate universe. Uh, oh, my. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Miles, uh, you ascribe, is Ray uh, Anakin reincarnated? I don't think so. Anakin possessed, maybe? Well, be, well, Anakin in Return of the Jedi 
he we see him he got his soul back and we see him as a force ghost with 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 obi-wan and, and then he got really bored and decided to possess a girl <laughs> maybe I, uh, that would maybe. explain a lot from the prequels i mean yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's rough man. rough um okay two other theories about ray um one that actually is three i lied there's three that ray is a clone of anakin or luke because what happened luke, to the, what happened right. to that hand I know exactly. There was a- and and we, I mean, you think cloning just went away because the Empire is no longer using clones? I mean, of course, those, would- those uh, Geonosians are still out there. So they would have had to take the extra X chromosome and somehow like get rid of the Y and put it in there to make right, right, exactly. But you know, technology they can just totally manipulate genes right, like absolutely. that. Absolutely, make a, a female version of Anakin or right, or right. Luke. Or they took part of Leia and part of Luke and cloned it to make a new one. Okay, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not liking where that's going. Where, where else are you gonna get the genes from? I know. Come on, uh, you know. I mean, for the, for the, if we're gonna say that, could she be a clone of of Leia also? Well, maybe or a clone of Padme. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. There, there was a meme out there when she was giving Luke the lightsaber, and he goes, uh, "There was a hand attached to it. Did you bring that with you too?" <laughs> yes, I saw that. I saw that. And I really didn't yeah. like that. Well, so uh, clone of Anakin or whoever. Uh, what do we think about? Is, is this cer- certainly possible? Is this plausible? It just doesn't seem to fit with the story so far. Now, keep in mind, we are in uncharted waters here because it's the first time where Lucas is not at the helm of Star Wars. So where do they take it? Where does Disney take this? Because Disney's really at the helm of it, not necessarily yeah. the director. J.J. Abrams. There has to be... They have to have an overarching story idea that they're running with that they haven't told. And, and the writer for the next one, I think his name is Rain something or other, his movies are weird. Yes. Oh. If you if you yeah. watch the if you watch his short 2002 film on YouTube, I think it's called like Dream Analysis or something. It is just weird. Okay. Well, okay. That's what we have to look weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And we thought Lucas was bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so anyways, clone, maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll have to see. Not buying it. Not buying it, not buying it. Okay, how about this one? Ray is the daughter of Mara Jade. Then she'd have to be the daughter of Luke. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. So maybe that plays in. Maybe that's not just a different theory. Okay, here's this one. How about this? Ray is born of the Force. Which I could see if the whole chosen one of Anakin is just a gigantic red herring. Plus, he totally screwed that up. But I like that he screwed it up because for the one time in a science fiction or fantasy, the prophecy is wrong. And that makes me really happy. Or is the prophecy right? Because he does bring balance at the very end. He kills the emperor. Did he bring balance? How do we know? I don't know. Maybe the balance is no Jedi, no Sith. Just kill everyone. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, it's, it goes back to... I know nothing, <laughs> I mean, Shmi said that... He, Anakin had no father. I mean, he was born the Force. I mean, that could be more that possible Skywalker connection. It could be. It could be. Although in a 2012 book, which is no longer canon, it was disclosed that Anakin was actually created by the Sith. Hmm. Born of the Force. Well, born of the Force still means that there needs to be a mother running around somewhere. Yeah. So maybe the mother is Mara Jade. Yeah. Born of the Force. Or Luke Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) 
pull it off. <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Awkward conversation. <laughs> Awkward. All right. Uh, so let I think we've done Ray justice here. Let's move on to some other theories that are running around out there. Is there another theory you want to take a stab at, Chrissy? Um, let's talk about Snoke. Oh yeah, the theory Som- of Snoke. You know, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Right, exactly. So maybe Snoke's just Snoke here, but let's say that he's not. All right. And uh, there are a lot of theories as to who Snoke is. Um, so uh, let, let's run with that. So uh, one of the theories out there is that Snoke is Vader. Hmm. So uh, what evidence do we have that Snoke is Vader? Other than they look kind of alike when they're both kind of burned and fossilized. And a scar kind of in the same place. See that? Look at that. Okay. Well, I see it, but I just... You don't buy it? Ghost Anakin. I mean, unless he's a major, major troll, which maybe, but I just don't see it. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that when they were doing the design that they unconsciously made him look like Vader just because they were... Unconscious? You don't ever do anything by accident. I... You have to understand, I majored in psychology, so it's very subconscious subliminal messaging. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, is is this Vader reincarnated? I don't... He maybe went... And so, does that mean that when, you know, Ren's speaking to the mask, you know, I want to continue the legacy you started, that really... This is a saying to Snoke, I want to continue to obey you and do what you ask me to do. Mm. I just keep going back to Ghost Anakin and I just don't buy it. Which Ghost Anakin? <laughs> <laughs> the, redid, the redone one or the original one? Or neither? Either the <laughs> Definitely the original one. We don't talk about those, those redone versions, okay? Those are apocrypha. Yeah. Yeah. So, Snoke is Vader, you are not buying. How about you, Miles? Yeah, I'm not buying it either. I, I, I probably lean towards he's a Sith Lord from another era. That uh, Doesn't you say at one point that he's not Sith? Or is there an indication somewhere that he's not Sith? Or he's not bound by the... Well, I think Jay Abrams came out and said that he's not Sith. He's just a Dark Force user. But you see, you seem to be a Sith if you're using the dark side of the Force by yeah, default. Well, I mean, that goes into what defines a Sith, right? I mean, the Night Sisters were definitely not Sith, but they played on the dark side to some degree. <laughs> Only some degree, just a little bit, a, a, smid- little bit, a, little a bit, smidgen bit. over. <laughs> um, yeah, if I had to say, if he's he's either just Snoke or he's Darth. Plagueis. Plagueis. Darth Plagueis the Wise. Do you remember who he is, Miles? I remember him mentioned by the Emperor in the... Yeah, so he's the guy that discovered that... He discovered the gift of immortal life. Hmm. You know, he discovered that you couldn't die, right? And and, uh, although Palpatine seems to suggest that he has killed Plagueis the Wise, whether whether you can believe Palpatine after all. You know, Lord Sidious, right? Although, according to Star Wars, apparently you can survive a lot of damage. I mean, they brought back Darth Maul, and Anakin apparently survived a volcano lava. <laughs> That's true. It's true. So maybe he's dead, but not really dead. He's mostly dead. Yeah, mostly dead. <laughs> yeah, he's mostly dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, 
So I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I like the idea that he could be Plagueis. Not Darth Plagueis. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's some merit to that. And he certainly looks Sith to some degree. The wrinkly face and the grayness. And it would kind of bring it full circle. And Lucas himself at one point had said that um, you might meet like the ultimate puppet master that's kind of behind everything, even in, uh, I think, Return of the Jedi, but then that didn't happen. So it's possible because Lucas did submit his ideas to Disney. We just don't know how much of his ideas they used. Right. Right. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, what about the theory that this is actually Palpatine? Because, um... I mean, okay, you see Palpatine thrown down a shaft. But you don't ever see the body. How, yeah, how different is this than you know seeing hmm. Ren lying there in the snow as the world gets blown up, but you don't see Ren's body, and everyone assumes he's still alive? Well, it's possible. I mean, he fell down the shaft, but he's a Sith Lord. I assume that he's able to do something to rescue himself. You know, I mean, piggyback in a Tie Fighter flying out or something. I don't know. Maybe go to an escape pod. Yeah. I mean, we assume that he's dead because the Death Star blows up, but we actually don't ever see a body. Exactly. I just think if it was the Emperor, the Emperor would have tried to do more to reassert the Empire. I mean, the First Order is what's left of the Empire. Mm. Uh, From what we know of Palpatine is he is a man who's really content to wait a long time. Right. I mean, he waited through those... He waited basically through the entire time of Anakin growing up before he actually asserted himself. Ten years, and More if... More than that, because he, he was there when he was a boy, a young boy, right? Well, I mean, it's ten years from episode one to two, and then another three, so that's like 13, 15 years, yeah, and, and if he... And he, if he did, as the now non-canon book suggests, help create Anakin, then he would have waited almost 23 years, so waiting another 20 years for Luke to get some Jedi partway trained for him to turn them seems quite plausible in his nature to do. Right. No, I, I, I kind of agree. What do you think? It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Okay. Um, so that's Snoke, Snoke theories. Um, uh, what other theories are out there? Um, I, one of the other theories about Snoke is that Snoke got his scars from fighting Luke Skywalker. I saw that theory posited. I don't know if we have enough evidence for that. I think that's yeah. so loose. I mean, is it possible? Yeah, but where's the Is it the possible Luke fell out of flying chicken? Sure, but yeah, I mean, yeah. at that point, we're just making stuff up. There's not really any evidence. Now, let me ask you this. So here's another, here's another theory. This I do kind of want to explore. There, there's a theory out there that, that Rey is not actually good, that she is not actually on the light side. In fact, there's theories that this whole light side, dark side thing is going to get kind of muddied in the future movies. Um, that being said, the, the, the kind of the converse side to that is that Kylo Ren is actually fighting for the resistance. That when they're on the bridge and, and, uh, and, and Ren says to Han Solo, you know, Father, help me do what I must do. And he, that, that Han is intentionally sacrificing himself so that Ren can get in with Snoke and prove himself to Snoke. I heard that kind of, theory. Like, kind of as like an informant. 
We talked about that the last time we recorded. I think we did talk a little bit about that. So, any thoughts on that theory? It is very cryptic what's going on between him and Han Solo. I don't think he's a double agent, though. I think because he talks to the Darth Vader mask and says, I'm going to, I'm here to, I'm going to finish what you started, Grandfather. Yeah, but Han seems to know that something's going to happen to him. Like He's almost handing the reins of the Falcon off to Rey, right, at right. one point. Mm-hmm. So, so you could argue that he has this premonition, force or whatever, that that something's going to happen to him. So he's trying to hand off the reins, and he intentionally walks out there and says, I'm here for whatever you need, basically. And, 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 uh, and Ren basically says, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And that even maybe Han Solo is in on it. In fact, Leia, to me, didn't, see ups- didn't seem upset enough for Han to have died, unless it was an intentional thing. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're really getting deep here. What do you think? I mean, that, to me... Well, it, it certainly fits into the whole zeitgeist of the times that we experience now, in which a lot of movies do have the hero kind of dancing on the edge of good and evil. And back to the thing with Rey is they originally toyed with the idea of her having a double-wielded lightsaber of being both blue and red. So, and if she is supposed to be the foil for Kylo Ren, then what we would see is we would see the same sort of dancing with the dark and the light there. Um, I actually just read a book where in order to defeat the ultimate evil of the world, the heroine had to essentially cast out all light from herself in order to become the monster that evil fears. So if you take that kind of where we are in our society, where we are playing with that, it makes sense that the newer writers would play with the same sort of ideas of someone doing questionable things to achieve an ultimate good goal. When you have this, you certainly have this duality in Ray. I mean, mm-hmm. when she gains a force and is fighting Ren at the end, you see her doing things that no Jedi would do, like, like attacking with absolute hatred, you know, kind of going through her. And, uh, and so that seems to be very uncharacteristic of, of what we would classify as being a light side Jedi. But she's untrained, though. Is she? Well, we she think... uses lightsaber kind of uh, nicely. Yeah, and she but... totally Jedi mind tricked the guy in like five seconds. I know. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Untrained? not even not even Luke did that. I mean, I mean, seriously. Not even Anakin did that. Otherwise, he'd been like Yo Watto. Yeah. Peace out. Well, actually, Watto could not be influenced. Oh, that's right. Only money. <laughs> yeah, only money. You know, because he, they, you can't use the Todarians. You can't use the Force and the Todarians. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you try your Jedi mind tricks in me? Only yeah. cash worth. <laughs> Republic credit's no good here. <laughs> yeah, but anyways. <laughs> um. Where were we at? But, you know, I don't know. It's interesting to think about is, 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 is Ren really working for the Resistance? And the thing with his grandfather could be referring not to the Empire, but bringing balance to the Force. The work that you... Yes, because he never really finished that work. Which is why I say he's the worst chosen one ever. (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) And uh, we don't know when he says grandfather, he's looking at Vader's mask. But is he he speaking to Vader, or is he speaking to Anakin? This is true, you don't know. So I, 
And he's talking about the pull to the light, which could mean that since his ultimate goal is for the light, it might be really difficult for him to hold on to the darkness in order to stay where he needs to. Miles is like, um, okay. Well, uh, again, uh, like I said, I, I just don't buy that he's a double agent. I mean, so until, you, think until... he's, you, you think he's absolutely committed to the dark side? I do. Uh, and is absolutely an agent of evil. Well, he he was using his 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 forced mind tricks on Poe Dameron, trying to get information out of him, which he succeeded in doing. He tried to get information out of uh, Ray. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I he there may be conflicts within him, but um, yeah, I just I I just don't think. He, I still think he, he he's with uh, the first order. Why does Ren, why does Ren wear a mask? That's an excellent question. It's what all the cool kids are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I mean, Vader served a function. Like he couldn't breathe without his mask, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, why does he have a different name? I mean, his 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 name is Ben Solo, but he he's now Kylo Ren. Well, because when you become a Sith Lord, you know, no one's going to be afraid of Anakin Skywalker, but you are going to be afraid of Darth Vader. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Ben Solo, you're like, what are you? Yeah. Get out of here, kid. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, it's just, you know, he... Kylo Ren. This, that's his dark side Sith name. I mean, as much as I like the idea of him being a double agent, I don't see it, primarily because it doesn't seem to really fit too much in the greater Star Wars story and going back to the ring theory thing it doesn't quite fit with that either do you do you think that we have seen the last of han solo no well there is another movie coming out yeah we are talking about the young origin story that harrison ford will not be in so sad about that i know know. well you know i guess they could do that retro aging they did with schwarzenegger and genesis right or what they did with that guy in tron Oh yeah, Jeff Je- Jeff Jeff Bridges. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, made him look like insanely younger. I'm, <coughs> I'm fairly certain Han is dead. Although once again, Darth Maul is dead. They brought him back. I'm like, guys, yeah. really? <laughs> Organs. Well, I think I think I think that Han is dead. I think there's no doubt about it. Um, but again, you don't see the body. Okay. It falls down to a pit. And disappears, and then the next thing you know, and then the planet explodes, right. and yet somehow, miraculously. But they, but, but, but they needed to get back to the Falcon, and they, so there's that amount of time that they would, that something could have happened. Okay, unless him. like Yoda comes back, Force Ghost him off some plays, I don't buy it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Him, him and Obi-Wan were like, Hansel can't die. This is, this is wrong. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, according to IMDb in Star Wars 8, he is listed in the... Uh, Flashbacks. You know, in, in, no, he, he's, he's part of the cast. <laughs> he's cast yeah. for it. Yeah, for flashback scenes with, like, Leia or something. Or maybe, maybe. Ren. Exactly. Or maybe, maybe, maybe it's the Force Ghost. That, no, he's not a Jedi. He can't <laughs> Force Ghost. Okay, maybe just ghosts. Maybe it's not a force ghost. Maybe it's just a ghost. No, it's force ghost or no ghost. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? He's listed. That's mm-hmm. interesting. No, like I said, I'm not. I'm not convinced he's dead. I see. I think he is. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like uh, practically next to the heart. There's lungs there. This is science fiction fantasy. I mean, if they want to bring somebody back from the dead, they can do it. I just remember Zombie the, I, Han Solo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I, I mean, shot first. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they they were able to save Anakin Skywalker from getting, you know, uh, having his legs chopped off to burning in a you know volcano, and they could use the machines. Maybe to keep this him alive. is why. Maybe this is why Leia's not really upset because she knows something that Ray doesn't. Yeah, possibly. So maybe. He, he like had his his heart like surgery removed to the other side of his body prior, so he could like totally trick him. This hey. is a futuristic society. They could they could they could replace, you know, give him replacement organs. Hanzo is secretly a robot. <laughs> could be. I mean, they they could they could, they could put bionic limbs on on people. I mean, what's C three PO gave his left arm for him. <laughs> that's, that's why it's red. That's that's exactly what it is. He sacrificed his arm so they can make mechanical lung and heart over here, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah. By the way, we don't ever know what happened to C three PO's heart. Um, there's some article about him giving it for another, like some droid or something happened. Yeah, it's really not, <laughs> not that important. Not that important. <laughs> Who cares? But I do kind of like this discussion. Is Han dead? And you're thinking no. I'm. I, I'm I don't. Still kind of thinking yes. But... No, I th- I think we'll see him again. Well, we know we've got to. You just read. You just told me in IMDb that he's going to be there. M- more than lie. It's a lie. It could be. I said, I, I did hear that Lando's coming back. I did hear that rumor somewhere along. Okay. So, cool. See, I have this theory that Lando is actually connected to Finn, but someone said that that might be too much of a coincidence. I just don't buy that. That, and I feel like it would make the universe too small. I mean, there, there's isn't there more African people in the Galaxy, I mean... <laughs> you would think so. Yeah. You would think so. Um, yeah. That's pe- people what... of There's only one skin. Wookiee you see. No, you see a whole bunch of Wookiees. And no, the... those were called Ewoks. No, 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 no. <laughs> Episode, like, three. Oh. There's a whole planet full of them. I know. Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yeah. But... All right. Uh, other theories that we haven't touched on. So we dealt with... We dealt with Han. We dealt with... Luke, Luke's looking for what? The first Jedi temple? Is that kind of what he's I'm not sure what's so special about it, but okay. Okay, so maybe he's going there. I That's... thought he was just in exile. I wasn't sure what... He wasn't in exile, I don't think. He was looking for something. Okay. So. Um, but I'm trying to think. I don't think there's any really big theories about Luke at this point. Yeah. Um, we just know that he disappeared after the Jedi. Is, is Finn a Force user? He thinks so when he tried to, you know, lightsaber battle uh, uh, he does Kylo a pretty Ren. good uh, he, fight. He holds his own for a yeah. few minutes. I mean, yeah, 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 but he is probably trained to at least do some combat. Yeah, you would think. Well, versus I mean, versus Ray, who's not. They, they, oh, that, well, we don't, we don't know. Well, you forget in an early scene, you see her holding her own against several people. So. Because they reversed the whole damsel in distress thing. Finn was oh, yeah. going to go save her, and she kicks total butt. Right. So, you know, some people are like, oh, well, she couldn't have possibly done that. I'm like, well, you don't know how much training she's had. And is she, is she going, and if she was trained in the original with Kylo, then it would make sense. It would make perfect sense. Because would she would have this innate ability just to kind of react. Her body yeah. would still be trained, even though she doesn't realize it. Yeah. Well, so or if she's of... Anakin Reborn, you know. Right, right. That's just neat. It's just part of it. Exactly. It's a force. 
<laughs> or is Anakin's ghost? I don't know. <laughs> or one of one of those things. Um, so yeah. So what's this? You brought up an article, and so I say this in light of this. As you mentioned on Facebook, you shared with me this idea that R two D two is force sensitive. <laughs> now I know that you did this kind of as a lark, <laughs> but joke. in this in this movie. There's actual evidence that this may not be far-fetched. Because throughout the whole movie, R2's sleeping. And conveniently, at the very end of the movie, he wakes up when Ray is there. And somehow chooses just that moment to conveniently wake up and have conveniently the map that BB-8's missing piece fits into. Well, maybe BB-8 like bumped him and was like, yo, buddy, I got this map thing. Do you have the other half? And he's like, yo, I do, but... <laughs> I didn't see that. Did you see that in the... Did you watch the same movie I did? Because it wasn't in the movie I watched. Well, he did bump him and make noises. Yeah, but... I, do you speak droid? Uh, no, do you? No. <laughs> so I don't know what they said. That's why I don't know. Anakin nor Luke was there to translate. Is R2-D2 for sensitive though? If he is, he's the first droid to be which could explain why anakin was you know really attached to him yeah. i don't know miles <laughs> is r2d2 force sensitive i don't think so you don't think so you're not buying that <laughs> no <laughs> i mean he, he seems to have this ability to know when to help and he, and he's a very independent thinking little droid. He is. He is. Uh, he, he's a great droid. A he like... manages to avoid getting hit in many firefights that happen around him. Although he has gotten hit before. Yes. I mean, uh, Darth well, Vader shot him in uh, um, A New Hope. Um, okay, you can't. You sometimes get hit when you're a Jedi. Yeah, he, 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 he plugged in the wrong socket. But come on, who doesn't mess up the sockets once in a while? Uh, exactly. Return, Return of the Jedi, he ends up getting shot. You know, at the Battle of Endor, it's yeah. all—it's all just to fool you into thinking he's not. He's very yeah, clever. He has to—he has to appear weak. He doesn't want people to suspect him. So he's going to take a chance. You know, let let Han Solo try to open the door for them to get in that you know that bunker. Then I mean, <laughs> so I, I think he's a special droid. I think he's great, but I don't think he's force sensitive. All right, so not force sensitive. Okay. No, R two D two is not force. And he's still my favorite droid. Yes, C three P O is not. No. <laughs> I just want to slap C three P O. Even in this movie, I wanted to slap him. But it was great. Like, in fact, he but like, that's jumps. Just, it is him. That's his charm. <laughs> yeah, Arce curse. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, other theories? I don't think there's. I don't. I, I think we may have run the theories. There, there's probably others out there, and I'm dismissing them. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's see. Ray's obviously the, the the biggest. There's a million theories about her. Snoke. There's a lot of theories about Snoke. Is Han Solo really dead? There's you know. Which I think it's really great that there are so many theories about Rey and people don't know who she is because it kind of teased you in the in the trailer where Maz asks, who are you? And she answers, I'm nobody. And you go into the movie thinking you're going to find out who she is and all you're left with is a bunch of questions. I have my own questions about her. Maz? Uh, yeah, I love Maz. She's like one of, she, of the characters we saw. She was my favorite. She was yeah, finding my my favorite minor character, if you will. Yeah. She reminded me a little bit the type of character. Do you remember? Is it um, is it Dax who uh, with the diner, the guy with the diner that that, that was able to um, identify the Camino saber? Oh guard? yeah, yeah. You know that big guy. You know that kind of 
character that you just love. She, he is by far one of my favorite characters in, in the Attack of the Clones. Really? Yeah, I just love him. You know, like, and this is what, you know, this lady has information. And she's not a Force user, but she kind of ascribes to the Church of the Force, as they call it. Well, and the fact that she's so long-lived. I mean, I mean, she talks about being alive for a thousand years, yeah. saw when the Sith first rose to power, saw them come back. Um, with she's the, a friend of Yoda's. And so I, I'm wondering, like maybe they dated. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> so it was the ears that turned her on. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, actually, it probably wasn't Yoda because we know that she likes the really tall, dark, and handsome. Right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Scruffy Nerfer nerf types. Wookies. Um. No, I think in one of the original scripts, she was actually supposed to be a Force user, but then they like scrapped that idea, which I really liked that they did because I like seeing ordinary people being able to play large important roles so that not everyone who is important or plays really big roles needs to be a jedi wielding i think we'll see her back she's not she was she's not killed is she no and originally she was supposed to go with them to leia but then they axed that because they were like well then she's just sitting around not doing anything and they only wanted characters around who were doing stuff yeah no i I hear you which i really respect yeah because we had other characters who really didn't belong doing things in other unnamed episodes. <laughs> <laughs> She'll not be named. But I don't know. So um, the other theories here. I think we. I think we pretty we covered a lot of territory here. Yeah, we did. We did. Well, we did get a voicemail on uh, from Jen from New York who saw the Force Awakens and. Um, and this, uh, we when we recorded our show, this came in like immediately afterwards. So she's going to talk about watching the Force Awakens, but she also shares some of her theories about it. And so we'll listen uh, to what she has to say, and then we'll just kind of respond to it. But thank you, Jen, for calling in and giving us your thoughts and your theories about Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, hi, this is Jen from Long Island, New York. I'm calling for the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. And I just want to call and I'm hoping I'm still in time for, like, the discussion of the Star Wars Awakens movie. And I just went to see it last week, you know. And it was, like, really great, awesome. I'm, like, I'm so happy I got to see it with a live audience because, I mean, we all were clapping and cheering every time an old character showed up. Or, you know, wherever in case may be, even the sound of the the music in the beginning. When you first heard that, my hands like raised on the mirror. I was like, yes. I was like, oh my god, that just sends chills, goosebumps up my arms. But the, it was really great. I was really happy with it. I mean, it, you know, of course there was one part in the movie that I was really happy with. We all know probably what that is. With like Han Solo there. I mean, I can understand why they killed him, but. Yeah, I was still not happy with it. I mean, I started coming, and I felt kind of bad for the kid who was sitting next to me at the time. Because <laughs> I was, like, probably, like, mumbling up a storm. Like, you know, even before it was, like, going to have to. If I look at it, I'd be like, what is she, like, on? You know, but, uh, you know, that was, that was, like, the most upsetting part of the whole movie. But other than that, I was really happy with it. And my, the theory that I really like about Ray is that I hope that she turns out to be a Luke starter. Although there are a few inconsistencies with that, but uh, like the fact that if it is, if she is his daughter, 
I mean, why didn't he go looking for her all these years, you know? Like, why did he leave her on the planet like that? I mean, I can understand she was all upset about Kylo Ren losing, like, over that whole ordeal. But still, I mean, if that's the case that she is his daughter, he has the force. He could have felt her. But, I mean, that's just me. And uh, so I hope that turns out to be the case in the next movie. And also, my I have a theory, too, on Finn. I don't know if anybody else like it, you know, mentioned this or thought of this yet. That, you know, I feel like, you know, the reason why he woke up out of the control that they have over these new stormtroopers, you know, in the past part where it's the whole battle thing, you know, I think that, you know, during during the battle and that one person that was dying was a Jedi, you know, and that person must have felt the force within him. So that smear of blood that went across his helmet. That woke him up. That's what I was thinking. But I mean, overall, I was really happy with like the whole movie. It was great. I loved it, and I look forward to the next one. Bye, guys. Hope you guys have a happy new year. Bye bye. All right, Jen. Thank you so much for calling in. So she's on board with us saying that hey, Ray is Luke's daughter. Like that, she's ascribing to that. What about the theory about Finn that she mentioned? The idea that he is a force user and her evidence being that he wakes up or gains a conscience, so to say. I, I, I think it's possible he's a force user. I mean, he... he uh, I mean, the fact that they gave him a non-Jedi the lightsaber and he started using it a little... Um, he could have some latent force abilities... That I mean that that that's certainly that is there's nothing to say he doesn't, so I would you know have no problem with that theory. What do you think? I don't have a problem with it. I just I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm like mm, not really. Um, in part because like that lightsaber is clearly Ray's lightsaber, even when you know both Kylo and her reach for it, even though he's trained and she's not. It goes to her hand. It's clearly meant for her. The only reason he has it in the first place is because she initially rejects it. So, and there's nothing in the universe that says a non-force wielder can't use a lightsaber. Well, Han did. To cut open the Tauntaun. Oh, we'll see. So, I mean, it's not like you have to have the force to be able to use a lightsaber. Yeah, but... Grievous used it, and he wasn't force sensitive. This is true. But he was, I mean, Grievous was the exception. I mean, I mean, he was, you know, taking lightsabers as trophies. Um, I mean, for, hand gives, I mean, Finn the, you know, lightsaber when Finn says, um, I need a weapon or something. He goes, here. You know, I mean, um, to me, to give a, I mean, I don't know how hand would know if, if Finn was force sensitive or not, but to give a non-Jedi a lightsaber, I mean, when you don't have any... Well, did he have any other weapons to give him? That might have been the only thing he had. Plus, to Han, he's like, ah, it's just a weapon, because Han has never really bought too much into the whole Jedi order. I mean, yeah, he'll believe Luke can do incredible things, and he'll take it with a grain of salt, but at the same time... He doesn't seem to have the same reverence for it that other people might. This, this seems to have changed, though, in this movie. When you hear him talk to Ray and Finn at one point, you know, 
it's true, all of it. The force is real. Like he really seems to have embraced it. While he may not use it himself, he acknowledges its existence and almost has become dedicated to it. He's a yeah, least believer. I, I would say he's a believer. I, I mean, he's mar- and ma- ma- I mean, he's married to a force user. Mm-hmm. We never see Leia use it, though. Not in this movie. Just wait till movie eight. Oh, I would <laughs> lightning. Coming that out is of her hand. that is dark force. That is not. Yoda uses it. No, he absorbs and pushes it back. I don't remember him actually you using it. You should see my Yoda. Um, he he does use uh, lightning. What yeah. he yeah. uses? Yeah, they, they're, they're His hand turns blue. They, he does use it when he when he goes after the emperor, does he? No, I thought I he know. caught it and then pushed it back at. That's well, what he was fighting. You know, what about Dooku. what about Dooku? That fight with Dooku. There's something in there. I thought I thought he does use it. But I don't remember. We'll have to watch us scene again. Yeah. No, we yeah, don't. It's <laughs> no, but it's still it's a good scene. It's one of the best scenes in the prequels. Oh, this is true. It is Yoda kicking butt. It is Yoda. It is Yoda. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see Han as having the same sort of reverence for. A lightsaber that other people might. No, I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. Um, but I think he does have a greater respect for the Force than he did in the original trilogy. Well, that's true. Um, partially because he kind of marries into the family. Well, yeah. Yeah, so. So, yeah, I don't know. Although, back to our, uh, I guess it's Jen's point that he woke up because he's a Force user. I'm not sure if I entirely buy that you can only wake up from brainwashing because you're a force user. Yeah. Um, and, uh, another person sensing that? I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to go back and watch that opening scene again where he kind of wakes up and watches if there's any inter- interaction between the old man and him. I don't recall. I don't there, recall there being. I don't recall there being interaction. What I do recall is him kind of being a little bit horrified when the stormtrooper is bleeding, and so I mean, because prior to that, I guess he worked on what sanitation. Right. So I mean, this is his first real encounter with death that he's and what he as a stormtrooper is being asked to do, which. You know, people having different reactions to the horror of war. He might have, you know, kind of lost his stomach for it when his... Or maybe that's what woke him up. It was kind of this thing. This, this, he saw the violence and somehow something snapped in him. Yeah. I mean, we don't know yeah. what kind of brainwashing they underwent or what kind of things that they were being told. We talked about this in other show, Miles, but the idea that you know, the First Order is emulating the Jedi Order mm-hmm. in the way they snatch babies and brainwash them and train them up. Because that's what the Jedi used to do back in the... In the uh... They just go around snatching children? Yeah, well, no. But they they would identify uh, children that have force capability and they would become part of the Padawans of the Jedi Temple. Yeah. And so maybe this is kind of what happens with the uh, First Order people. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's more than just enlisting into the empire. You you know they they start them off very young. Yeah, yeah, and they keep their eye on them for signs of, you know, rebellion. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Jen, for writing in and uh, some great theories, great theories oh, yeah. about that, and uh, very good. Well, I, you know, we don't need to push this any further. Uh, any other theories or any other thoughts you want to share either about the movie or? Uh, about this that you've thought about over the past weeks? 
I think I want to read the tie-in novel. See what maybe. Yeah, there was a there was a novel that came out that was supposed to be like a bridge mm-hmm. between that that novel uh, too. Yeah, uh, Return of, Return of the Jedi. Yes, Aftermath and this one and that's one I did. You read it? No, I haven't read it yet. It's on my it's on my docket because after all, it's canon now, since the <laughs> others aren't. And I so I should delve in while I still have the chance and don't become so overwhelming. I mean, there were so many books by the time I got into the Star Wars expanded universe, I couldn't keep up with them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, there's only a few now that I have to keep up. Well, with. Well, I guess that is the one thing that Disney did for us is now we limited our library. Right, right. Or now you know just a few that I need to. You just have to watch six movies, 121 episodes of Clones. Because I guess Clone Wars, they said, is also canon. Is that what they consider? Clone yeah. Wars and Rebels is canon. Rebels, so in 15, I think it's like 15 episodes of Rebels. Yeah. And now like, what, two books? Yeah, there might be like two books out there. That's that's, that's true. Uh, I wonder if the uh, cartoon droids is canon. Just no, 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 it's not. And Ewoks the, Rendor, is that canon? I mean, no, they on. got the, rid of the that. holiday special. The yeah, holiday special has to be canon. I mean, yeah. Life Day, come on. No. Boba they, Fett. Yeah, come on. They, First, they axed it all, uh, crushed your dreams. Canon. Canon. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's some books that will always be canon in our mind. Yeah. But I, I can't think of a movie that in such a long time that has inspired fans to ask these questions oh yeah i mean certainly yeah i agree i mean the, the, the writing was i mean this is where the writing was brilliant is like they gave us things to chew on to think about you know to you know yet there's something a lot more going on than what they're giving us what you know what could be going on and this is classic jj abrams if you, if you look back we, we started this discussion by talking about the mystery box and this is where in my opinion Movies like Super 8. Did you see Super 8 that J.J. Abrams did? I did. Um, but movies like this and then Lost and, and Fringe, um, these were shows and movies where you created a sense of mystery and you had to, and they, they, they caused you to ask questions, to theorize, very much in my mind at least the way the X-Files did when the X-Files was on and all these theories were, were coming out about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, so... I like the idea that we are theorizing and discussing and coming up with what we think might be, what we're discounting, maybe why we're discounting it. To me, good science fiction causes us to have these conversations. Right. Uh, right. Typically about deeper things, but hey, I'm all for this sort of. <laughs> we're still too. talking about the, right. You know the, these people and they're trying to figure out who they are and where right. what what role they play. Yeah. yeah. In all this. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're welcome. It was awesome to have you here chatting and nerding out with us about the fan theories <laughs> a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, and giving us your insult, uh, insult and insight. <laughs> Maybe the insult, too, but the insight into that. <laughs> I think so. we're calling it insults. Yeah, no, no, no. We, you, know, you were, uh, I felt well, like was... insulting you when you were playing with Yoda earlier. Awesome. <laughs> he is. He is. It is. Miles, uh, is this great? Anything else that we have to say before we go on? I, I gotta see the movie again. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did order the Blu-ray. Okay, when it comes out in April. Mm-hmm. So I don't nice. have it then. But, but well, I think that's about it. We'll be back into a show that's non-Star Wars. So if you're sick of the Sci-Fi Diner talking about Star Wars, we'll be moving on to some other shows coming up. Far Points coming up. We oh, have I can't uh, wait. some great things. Uh, there's actually a Star Wars person there, right? The guy that was in the Boba Fett suit, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to be there. And then, of course, 
Um, you know, Simon Tam, Simon from, Tam from Firefly is going to be at the Far Point as well. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to be that, excited, that and, a lot be fun. Of, and a lot of authors will be there as well. So, and so if you're going to be at Far Point, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to meet you and see you when we go down to Far Point. Em's not with us tonight. She was tied up with um, some things with her uh, mom, and you know, you got to respect mom. Absolutely, she's you gotta take care of your mom. You, she got to. She's one that gave you life, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Kylo didn't get that memo. You <laughs> gotta take care of your mom. Uh-uh. Kill your husband, man. And that doesn't doesn't compete. Maybe Han cheated on her. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Kylo is not Leia's, but someone else's. We didn't talk about that theory, did we? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> We right. will. On that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you take us out of the show? Till next time. Good night and good luck. We'll see you.